Star Wars 7x7, episode 565. Today we continue with part 8 of our series, looking at the secrets from the script, digging deep into the Force Awakens shooting script. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily 7-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and before we get into the stuff we're going to be talking about today, I wanted to follow up on a couple of things that have come up, actually, just in the general world of the Internet discussions of The Force Awakens. One of them has to do with the exchange between Finn and BB-8 when Finn is trying to convince BB-8 to reveal the location of the rebel base to Rey, and Finn gives BB-8 a thumbs up, and BB-8 pops out his welding torch. Some people have wondered whether BB-8 was actually giving him a thumbs up back, or if he was extending another finger, (laughs) as it were, which, as far as I know, doesn't exist in the Star Wars universe, but, or at least, you know, that whole symbology or whatever, but anyway, the script is actually inconclusive. All it does is that, all it does say is that it's, that BB-8 sticks his welding torch out in response, but it does not indicate whether it's intended as a thumbs up or some other, say, rude gesture, if you will. And the other thing has to do with Supreme Leader Snoke. So for a long time we've been going under the idea that he is ginormous, and even Andy Serkis has said that he's going to be like 25 feet tall or something ridiculous like that. Well, in People Magazine, when they had their big issue promoting The Force Awakens, there was a comment in there from Neil Scanlon, who's the creature guy for The Force Awakens, and he made a comment about Supreme Leader Snoke and actually said he's very thin and tall and fragile and over seven feet tall. So that's certainly a lot different from what we knew or thought we knew about Darth, or well, not Darth, what am I talking about? I'm thinking of Darth Plagueis, honestly. That's what's running through my head, because <laughs> here's the deal. Some people have thought that um, it's possible Supreme Leader Snoke is really Darth Plagueis somehow, having survived the assassination attempt by his apprentice, we presume to be Palpatine, of course. And Darth Plagueis was a certain type of creature, and my apologies if I botched the pronunciation on this, a Muun, M-U-U-N, and according to the inestimable Wikipedia, the average height of a Muun creature is 1.9 odd meters, which translates into 6 feet 3 inches, roughly. Again, average height. So possibly Darth Plagueis being a taller version of a moon could be possible it's never at least in the wikipedia listings in legends it does not say how tall he is so can't say for sure and we'll put a shot of the artwork for darth plagueis from wikipedia at the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com and we'll put it in comparison with a shot of supreme leader snoke and you can be the judge i mean yeah i can see the resemblance potentially but yeah, ultimately, I think I got to go with Supreme Leader Snoke is Supreme Leader Snoke and just roll with that. All right, so let's talk for a moment about the scene with Han and Ray and Finn looking at the map to Luke Skywalker. And there's actually nothing in the script that gives you any new information per se. But I want to flag something that, you know, is part of Han's dialogue where he says, the people who knew him, Luke, best think he went looking for the first Jedi Temple. And why would Han not count himself among those people? I mean, it seems like 
just reading it that way, it seems like he is excluding himself from that category of people who knew him best. And I guess I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that Kylo Ren being a cause of why Han and Leia aren't together anymore might also be a reason why Han and Luke are no longer on speaking terms and why Han is speaking about Luke looking for the Jedi Temple as something that he was not privy to knowledge-wise and that he only heard via rumor and other secondhand sources. And the other thing I want to flag for you is just too purposely vague. It seems like there's much more to the story and much more that could surprise us in episodes 8 and 9, where Han says that the reason Luke left was because, quote, he was training a new generation of Jedi. One boy, an apprentice, turned against him, destroyed it all. Luke felt responsible. He walked away from everything. Now, we all know, or at least presume we know, that the apprentice they're talking about there is Kylo Ren turned against Luke and destroyed it all. Well, what does destroyed it all mean? And Luke feeling responsible and walking away from everything. That still leaves us a lot of wiggle room for what the actual story is. All right, let's talk about a couple of things in Maz Kanata's castle before we go today and tomorrow. We will talk about Rey's vision inside Maz Kanata's castle. But for today, in the introduction to Maz Kanata, she's described as a thousand-year-old, four-foot-tall alien. So there's your thousand-year-old who suddenly starts as if sensing something. And in deleted scenes, she was supposed to have pulled down a ceiling on some stormtroopers using the Force. So there is still some open question as to whether Maz Kanata is either A, Force-sensitive, and or B, a Force user. However, it seems as though whatever's happened, she is tuned into the Force somehow because she stops what she's doing and picks Han Solo out of a crowd the moment he walks into the building. And once our heroes go off with her, they pass by a couple of creatures. One of them is that enormous one named Grumgar, G-R-U-M-M-G-A-R, with the vixen, yes, that is the word used in the script, Bazin Natal, B-A-Z-I-N-E-N-E-T-A-L, lounging with him, who then goes to inform the First Order that BB-8 is on Takadana. They also pass by a droid that reaches out to the Resistance. That droid is ga 97 and don't bother looking on Wikipedia. There is no listing for any GA series or type of droid. And that is going to do it for today. We've got no partner message here for you, so we are going to jump right into your trivia question and send you on your way. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you about two modifications that Uncar Plutt made to the Falcon. That was adding a compressor and a fuel pump. Today's question, what was Darth Plagueis' little addendum to his name? What did Palpatine call him? Darth Plagueis the blank. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your scopes go dead and you start the landing cycle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not a slimy mud hole, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarking copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.